Amen. Amen. Good morning. This is Celebration Sunday for our series, Amen, 40 Days of Prayer. This has been such a powerful series in my life. What I've learned has changed the way I pray. It's changed the intensity for which I ask God for things. It's changed the intimacy I have with my Father in heaven. He is my Abba Father, my Daddy in heaven, my Papa. That's what my kids call me, Papa. So now I pray, Papa, and it's just changed the way I pray. This past Friday was day 40 of 40 days of prayer. And for each day during our series, we, we would read God's word and we, we'd pray and we'd talk to God and we'd write out what is God saying to us. And then we shared many of what you saw when you read these verses. I want you to hear right now from some of you what God has said to you during this series. A prayer I have from this verse is, Lord and Father, thank you for being with me through everything in my life. I ask that you continue to remind me that I am worthy and I am loved, and that the doubts that enter my mind are false. I ask this in your powerful name, amen. To me, this just encourages my heart because I know that if I'm feeling discouraged, I can go to my daddy, to God. If I'm feeling overwhelmed, if I'm feeling lonely, if I'm excited about something, I know that God, my daddy, is going to do life with me. My prayer is that God would help me to remember who he is when I'm praying to him. And the knowledge of who he is, that that would transform my prayers and that it would give me peace as I bring my requests before him. From this verse, I hear God telling me it's going to be okay. I got this. This isn't your fight to fight. I'm fighting for you. And it just gives me so much peace. I can rest in this verse. And my prayer is a prayer of thanksgiving. Even though we fall short, I fall short, uh, God still loves us and forgives us. Amen. Amen. This is what God has been saying to you. By the way, if you did not get one of these beautiful prayer journals, we still have some available. They're just $15. They're available at our hub there in the back. What have we learned about prayer during this series? We've learned that God wants to hear your voice. He doesn't want you to pray some recited prayer. He wants to hear from you. Your Father wants to hear your voice. We learned to honor God's name. The first part of the Lord's Prayer, hallowed be your name. We're saying, God, I want to make your name holy in the words I speak, in my actions. We learn that God is always good. Even when bad things happen to us, God says, I can take the worst things in your life and I can make them turn out for good. We learn that if we humble ourselves, if we ask God for help, if we seek his face, and if we turn from our wicked ways, we learn that God will hear us, God will forgive us, and God will heal our land. And last week, we learned that we can trust God. We can trust his answer to prayer even when God says no. 
Because God's no always means a better yes. And we love it when God gives us that better yes. We love to hear the praises, what God has done in your life. Over here we have a praise wall over, over the, right there by the entrance doors where you can write the story of what God has done in your life. Now, Pastor Rich and his lovely wife, Maria, they're going to read some of the praises you have written, answers to God's prayer during our series. Good morning. I got to tell you, this is the best part of the job right here, <laughs> sharing you guys' prayer requests. So if you hear something, you're like, yeah, God, say, yeah, God. You can say <laughs> amen, clap, whatever you want to do. But we're going to share some things with you. I'm giving praise to God for answering my prayer for peace. Through this campaign, I have had more peace in my job. Thank you, Jesus. I praise God for answering my prayer to improve my mental health. I praise God for answering my prayer to give me the strength to keep up my studies and planning my wedding for next month. God is so good. Yay. I praise God for answering my prayer to start tithing. Mm. I committed to tithe 10%. And God has already provided more, which is giving me the opportunity to give more toward our church land. That's cool. I praise God for answering my prayer for peace in my heart and for allowing me to grow in his word during this campaign. I also praise God for helping me to improve my finances. God answered a huge prayer for me and my family by providing me with a new job, mm. teaching elementary music, which allows me to do what I love while still having time to take care of myself and my family. And the best part is that several of my students are BCF kiddos. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I prayed that God would take away friendships and relationships that were harmful to my life and to my relationship with God and for him to bring in people who would bring me closer to God. Not even a month later, I was surrounded by people who brought me closer to God. He works quick. Praise God for that. My answered prayer was when God gave me someone special, someone special to love me when I was in a very dark place. Praise the Lord Praise always. God. Yes. Amen. Amen. And these are just a few of your praises from the praise wall. God is answering our prayers. God is unstoppably building his church. And I'm not talking about the building. I'm talking about the people. You are the church, and God is working in us. Jesus said, I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. Seven weeks ago, I shared a dream with you. BCF is a place for new beginnings. It has always been a place for new beginnings, a place where someone can come, reeking from their choices the night before and be embraced and loved and welcomed and then find freedom and healing and a new beginning. Here's what the Bible says. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. So let your light shine. And BCF Church is that city on a hill. It is that place of refuge where you can come and find freedom and healing and a fresh start. 
We have a wonderful children's ministry. My kids go there. They love it. But what if? What if they could play outside on beautiful days like today? What if we had an awesome playground that would draw parents and kids from all over the city? We have a wonderful students' ministry. But what if they had a student center of their own where teenagers, hundreds of teenagers could gather and and praise God together and worship together and be surrounded with leaders who love them and encourage them and help them grow? What if? What if we had a place where college students could come and get coffee and free Wi-Fi, quiet place to study, and then gather together and worship God and learn together? What if we had a beautiful chapel for weddings where couples who have been living together for a long time say, you know what, we need to make things right We want to get married and have a beautiful wedding ceremony as they follow God. Or marriages that are breaking can come back together and say, we're going to renew our vows together. What if we had a place where broken marriages could be restored? Where families could be rebuilt? What if we had a beautiful nature trail where you could get away from the world and walk, and pray, and hear from God. Some of you got a taste of that during our prayer relay. When we walked the land, and we prayed, and we prayed under the stars, and and you looked out over the field, and you caught a vision of what could be. We can seat about 300 people in this current worship center. What if we could seat a 1,000 I dream of 5,000 men, women, children, students coming every weekend or, or watching online from all over the world and hearing God's word and being challenged and then go home and read God's word for themselves and live it out. I dream of people getting connected to small groups all over the city, all over the valley, like we did during 40 days of prayer. And you find people who love you, who pray for you, who challenge you to live what you learned. I see nights of worship, like the one we're going to have this Tuesday, where men and women surrender control of their lives to the Holy Spirit. I see young people dedicating their lives to full-time service to the Lord. I dream of a host of young people coming on as interns in our music ministry, in our AV team, working with students, working with children, even learning to preach and to pastor. I see God doing this. I see a place where godly single men and women have a safe place to meet other singles who love Jesus, who are pursuing him with all of their hearts. I see our Celebrate Recovery ministry growing to reach a 1,000 men, women, and students every week where people can find healing from their hurts in the past and find freedom from destructive habits. Beyond that, I see our land being 
a CR headquarters for the valley where people can come and find training and, and then hands-on experience and then go out and start CR groups all over the valley. By the way, this is already happening. We are helping to launch Celebrate Recovery groups in McAllen, in Edinburgh, even in prisons in Los Fresnos. There's a group from there. I dream of BCF Church as a training ground that will send out missionaries to every corner of the world, to every language group, telling them the good news about Jesus. We're going to do this in 2022. In January, January 22nd, we're going to have a training right here at BCF, Gospel Conversations Training. Learn how to tell my story, how to tell God's story in my life. And then the following week, we're going to go out we're going to cross over into Mexico and share in the migrant camps in Mexico. Reach people from all over the world. BCF is that kind of place. I see a place so beautiful that when you drive by, you have to stop and say, what is going on here? And as people drive by, they feel a tug in their hearts saying something is going on here. What I'm longing for, what I'm searching for is here. Can you see it? Do you see it? God has already given us the land. This is where he is taking us. And the completed goal for this worship center, for this dream is about $2 million. Now that is a God-sized goal, but nothing's too big for our God. Our next step onto the land, phase five, we're gonna add another road for construction. We wanna prepare the land for a parking lot where we can park 142 cars, where we can put up a tent, where we can have events, have banquets, have worship nights on the land God has given us. Now, this next phase, phase five, will cost about $350,000. I shared with you seven weeks ago that my wife, Gianna, and I are praying. We're praying that God would allow us to give $1,000 towards this dream. Now, that is a huge amount for us. This amount stretches our faith. I am happy to tell you that today we have the money and we are giving $1,000 today. We are excited to give. Now, I know some of you can't give that much. And I know some of you can give much more. And seven weeks ago, I asked you, pray, and say, God, how much would you have me give? What would you have me do? And then you filled out these cards where you said, this is what I am praying to give, and you turn these in. I want you to hear from some of the people who filled out these cards and why they are excited to give. Hey, BCF family. We're excited to give to phase five because we're excited to see what God has planned for the land that has given us. God can do all things, and he can give back more than we can ever imagine. Hi, everyone. We're the Zamoras. And we are so excited to give to Phase 5 of building on our church land. I'm excited to see the church grow. I am so excited for our vision to become a reality. 
and Lily's excited for the, the playground. playground. We're excited to get to Faith Bias because we're excited to be part of a new foundation for a new church. We are excited to give toward Faith Bias because we want to be a part of building this new amazing church that will continue to bring the community together. I'm excited to give towards Phase 5 to help build for God's glory and see how God will move here in Brownsville, Texas. Raul and I are really excited to give towards Phase 5 because we have been with BCF since its birth. We are thrilled to know that through our giving, BCF is one step closer to its goal in reaching more people for Jesus and helping transform lives. Hi, BCF family. I am excited to give towards Phase 5 because it will be a powerful testimony for the people of Brownsville to see how faithful God is. Hi, BCF family. We are excited to give towards Phase 5 because giving is an expression of our gratitude and thankfulness and praise to our God. Amen. Praise God. Hi, I'm Faith. I'm Scott. When me and my sister heard about Giving Day, we wanted to do our part. So we baked goods and sold them at school. We are excited to give to Phase 5 because we want a new home to learn and worship God. If that doesn't bring a smile to your face, I don't know what will. Did you know in the Bible, King David led his people to give an offering to build their worship center. And the people of Israel gathered money, gave the hugest offering in the history of the world to build the temple of God in Jerusalem. Just counting the gold and silver, and they gave other things too, but just counting this, in today's money, it would have been equivalent to 13 billion, that's billion with a B, billion dollars. It's a huge amount. And then King David prayed this amazing prayer. I'd like you to take out your notes because I want you to see this. It's right here in 1 Chronicles 29. For those of you watching online, your host will post a link in the chat. I want you to see this. King David prays, O Lord, the God of our ancestor Israel, may you be praised forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power, and the glory, and the victory, and the majesty. Everything in heavens and on earth is yours, O Lord. Wealth and honor come from you alone, for you rule over everything. David's saying, God, you own everything. We're not doing you a favor by giving. God, you are doing something in us. Now watch this. David says, but who am I? And who are my people that we could give anything to you? Everything we have has come from you, and we give you only what you first gave us. Underline that phrase. We give you only what you first gave us. He's saying, God, you're the one who gives us the power to give. Oh, Lord, our God, even this material we have gathered to build a temple to honor your holy name comes from you. It all belongs to you. God owns everything. 
Now watch this. Watch what he prays. He says, I know, my God, that you examine our hearts and you rejoice when you find integrity there. I have watched your people offer their gifts willingly and joyously. I want you to underline that phrase, willingly and joyously. See, we will not pressure you to give today. We won't beg you, plead with you, try to guilt you into giving. Why? Because we, we, we want you to give willingly and joyously. If you don't want to give, if giving does not put a smile on your face, don't give. Your money will not do you or us or God any good. I want you to give willingly and joyously. And if you can give with a joyful heart, here's my challenge. Just give something today. Just give something. Maybe you say, well, all I have to give is $2. Jesus saw a poor widow put two coins into the offering. And this is what he told his followers. He said, I tell you the truth. This poor widow has given more than all the others who are making contributions. For she has given a tiny, they have given a tiny part of their surplus, but she, as poor as she is, has given everything she had. Just give something. I would love for everyone here today to be a part of what God is doing. I want you to experience the joy and the blessing that comes from giving. No other group is going to be able to say, I gave to phase five. That third road, I put that there. That parking lot, these events we're having, I was part of that. No other group will get to say that. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, I can't give much today. But I'm trusting and I'm praying to be able to give more by the end of the year. If that's you today, I'd like you to take out this giving card and just write today, just write, I am praying to give this amount by the end of the year. And in a moment, when we have our offering time, just put this card in your envelope and bring it forward here to this basket. And there's also two baskets there in the middle of the room. I want you to be able to give something today. Now, some of you, like me, you've been waiting and waiting to give, and you've been praying to give, and you are ready today. In a moment, I want to give you an opportunity to give. You can give through your offering envelope. You can also give online, bcfchurch.com. You can give through your church center app. You can even text any amount to this number, which I have written here, 84321. Just make sure you mark, this is my amen gift. By the way, for those of you watching online, if you're praying to give, you can fill out that card online and say, this is what I'm praying to give by the end of the year. Now, some of you, like me, you like to give online, and maybe you're doing that today. Even if you are, I want to challenge you right here, this is what I'm giving, and just write, gave online. Because in a moment, when we sing together, believe for it. The anthem of our series, believe for it, I would love to have every one of us come forward and be able to put something in this basket. It's joy that brings us together. It's unity that brings us together as we give together. Friends, now is the time. 
as we sing this next song together, as we worship God with our voices, let's worship God with our gifts. During this next song, come forward and give your gift. can be seated for a moment. There is something powerfully uniting about joining together to give. 
And I want to celebrate that unity right now by celebrating communion, the Lord's Supper with you. If you didn't get one of these cups, we do have them at our, around the room and in the front. You may be asking the question, do I need to be a member of this church to take communion? No, you don't. But you do need to be a member of God's family. It's called the Lord's Supper because we do this to celebrate what Jesus did for us on the cross. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Maybe as you saw the people of God giving joyously today, and you heard the answers prayers, and you caught the vision, you said, I want to be a part of this. God wants you to be a part of his family. He welcomes you today. If you've never invited Jesus Christ into your life, I want to give you the opportunity to do that right now. Just tell Jesus something like this. Say, dear Jesus, thank you for dying for me on the cross. Thank you for taking away my sin. Please come into my life and be my Lord, the owner of my life. Amen. If you prayed that right now, congratulations. You are a part of God's family. You are a part of everything that he is doing right now in our church and in our city. In order to take communion, first, you have to be a member of God's family. Second, you have to be in fellowship with God. That means there's nothing coming between you and God. If there's any sin, anything you know that's wrong, take a moment right now and and admit that to God. Here's what the Bible says. The Bible says if you eat the bread or drink the cup, that's communion, without honoring the body of Christ, you've got sin in your life that you haven't dealt with. He says you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. That is why many of you are weak and sick, and some have even died. God takes this seriously. He says, but if we would examine ourselves, we would not be judged by God in this way. See, I'm not telling you this to stop you from taking communion. I want to prepare you. I want you to take a moment to examine your heart. Just bow your head and talk to God. And If there's anything, anything you're doing that you know is wrong, ask God for forgiveness right now. If there's another believer that you has something against you or that you need to forgive, just admit right now, say, God, I will deal with this today. I will contact this person today. I will make this right. Tell that to God right now. God says if we confess our sins, he will forgive us. Amen. Now, on a practical note, these are disposable, single-use cups, and just be respectful to the Lord, but this is disposable. When you're done, you would help us a lot by disposing of this as you leave today, if you just drop it in the trash can. If you can just do what I do, you're going to peel off this first layer, get that wafer. You might be wondering, can my children take communion? If they are believers, and if they can be respectful, that's up to you. The Bible tells us, As they were eating, Jesus took some bread and blessed it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, take this and eat, for this is my body. And JJ is going to come up. 
He's going to pray for us, pray over the bread. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son to die for us. As we take this bread, may we all be reminded of what you have done for us. You have done, you came down from your throne to pay for my ransom, to pay for my sins. You allow yourself to be taken, whipped, beaten, mocked, and abused, nailed to the cross, and left to die. The punishment I deserve but paid for, so that one day we also may have eternal life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's eat together. The Bible says, and he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and said, each of you drink from it, for this is my blood which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. Ernesto Escamilla is going to pray over the cup with us. Let's pray. Lord, today we come with reverence, Lord, and we come with a grateful heart, grateful for your son, Jesus Christ, who came and shed his blood for our sins. Lord, we take this cup symbolizing the blood of Jesus, in remembrance of him for what he did on the cross. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Let's drink together. We have prayed together. We've thanked God together. We've looked to the future together. We've given and we've celebrated the Lord's Supper together. And now I know you are going to see God's victory in your life.